The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to This Is Important, a production of iHeartRadio, the show where we only talk about what is most obviously very crucially important. Today on This Is Important... I will start donkey kicking fools. I want to know what a baby is about to be, and I'm going to get fucked up. Get nude. Show us your wee-wahs and your hoo-hoos. I want to suck your dingleberries. At the sound of the moan, it will be 4.30 sex. Let's go. Back on like game shows when they'd be like, when you're making whoopee with your wife. <laughs> and they just couldn't stop talking about making like, whoopee. Yeah, and that was the fun <laughs> game of it's just how many times you could say whoopee. What's the strangest place you made whoopee with your wife? And they'd be like, in the butt. <laughs> and then now on game shows, it's what's the strangest place you were pounding your wife out. <laughs> whap, whap, whap. Whap, whap, whap. Yeah, the craziest place she ever sucked your dingle dangle. <laughs> <laughs> it would be cool if it was holographic, but still didn't say the words. Where it's like, where's the craziest place you wrap rubber bands around the tatatas and then snap the bangle bangs with the pliers? I heard. Whoa. <laughs> Your husband's so crazy. How crazy is he? He likes to get his whoop whoop stomped on <laughs> with high heels. Uh, I heard your husband was so wacky, he likes to get shit on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right on the chest. You could say that. <laughs> right on the wee-hoo. In his uh-huh. mouth. That's okay. <laughs> he likes to brush his 
teeth with poo-poo. <laughs> and after you're done, you save the cum and wash your whoopy whoopy. You might be a redneck. <laughs> Here's your This is important. And uh, we're talking moon rock as in uh, ecstasy, correct, Molly? Yes, I'm talking the pen that you lick the tip. Oh, my God, moon rock. You just suck on it. You suck on the pen. You chew. Hey, why is Blake chewing on his pencil in class? You know why. Oh, my God. But then you just start giving uh, your buddies back massages. I mean, that was par for the course, though. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Uh, Molly is the weirdest drug because there's a period of my life in my mid-20s when a lot of my friends down here in Orange County were deep into Molly. And I'd come down and they'd just be like, we're all doing Molly tonight. And I, mm-hmm. I'd like have a show or whatever and then come over to their house afterwards and then would see them already just hopped up on this stuff. Gaking. And it's the weirdest drug because it's just like, you're just like, dude, put your nipples in the freezer for a minute. Mm. It feels so good. And you're like, mm. it, you, no, you look like a fucking asshole. And then you do it and you're like, he's right. Okay. <laughs> he had a point. Damn good. He did have a point. I should freeze my nipples. Yeah. My nipples are way too hot. The one and only time I did moon rock was when we rented that house in Newport, Adam. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, I remember that. The sand between our toes. All the the granulars of the sand. The night was so fantastic. Was this just a getaway with you guys? Yeah, we. Yeah, was this a two man ditty? What the fuck? Well, yeah, just me and Kyle <laughs> rented a place, <laughs> fucked for a week. Took right. <laughs> right, right, right. No, it was uh, it was over Fourth of July, so we rented a place down there, and then just uh, it was when we did like the huge season of Workaholics, and we had one week off in between writing and shooting, and we just like. Went down there and fucked and like did moon rock and like. Uh, Let's spread the rumor that we fucked a lot. Yeah, well, we. Yeah, baby. Yeah, rumor. Rumor? Okay. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> Guys. Ooh, Randy. You may have heard, but there is a huge new addition to the show. <laughs> Let's hear it again for the fans at home. Oh, yeah, what do we got? Yeah, baby. Oh, there it is. <laughs> and maybe a little. Alrighty then. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> Folks, wow, we have it. upgraded the sound system. Uh, we have entered the soundboard realm. So, oh, I'm just... so glad you did it. I've been a little busy, but uh, kudos, my friend. Yeah, I don't, I don't have much to do, and there are only two sounds, so... Yeah, baby! <laughs> I legit <laughs> thought it was your impression of Austin Powers the first time I heard it. He's that good. Yeah, well... <laughs> I guess I could just go, yeah, baby, after things you say in it. <laughs> was that Pretty the soundboard? Much. Was that the soundboard or was that you? Hello. Yeah, baby. You guys checking out the vow? I haven't checked out the vow yet. No, not the vow. What's that now? <laughs> what? Anybody? The vow? Anybody? The, the Nexium sex cult documentary? Oh, no, but Ooh, I want to. That's cool. Oh, okay. And and how do you pronounce it? Because I'm like... Nexium. Nexium. And this is the one where the, they all got the same tattoos. Those it's a brand. Tattoos. Oh, it's a brand. It's a brand. <laughs> oh, it's so it's like Yellowstone. It's crazy. The leader looks just like Jared Leto. Like, okay. if he's fucking sexy. Now I'm watching. Alrighty then. So that means you like Jared Leto. I do like Jared Leto. Yes, I do. I think he's a. Nice. What's your What's your favorite version of Leto? 
I know mine. I liked him just after uh, Dallas Buyers Club when he got his award and he had the long hair, kind of like I look like right now with like the ombre. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> kind of look exactly like you. Yeah. No, no. I got the number one look. Maybe Blake has the same thought here. <laughs> Panic Room with the cornrows. Give me, give me. Oh, God damn. Give oh, me, give damn. me, give me. <laughs> I have it on good authority that uh, Jared Leto, bad dick. He's got the bad dick. Oh, hey, wait. I got one for that. I am so glad that I'm able to control my penis now. <laughs> wait, what is this rumor? Bad dick? He's got it. He doesn't. It, it's not a small dick. It's not a big dick. It's just he gives bad dick. Who cares? Oh. So I know a girl that slept with Jared Leto. Oh, allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. 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 And uh, she told me bad dick. It's got the bad dick. That is subjective as fuck. Yeah, hold on. What if it was a bad night out or was this multiple encounters? Right. Give the guy a break. Well, for sure. One person. Come on. And that makes me believe that my dick has been called a bad dick as well. I'm sure we've all had bad outings. I'm sure we've all had our bouts of bad dick. Numerous times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm willing to put it on record. I like to believe that he can't have everything. Every showing from Jared Leto right. is just a, a poor showing. A hot whimper. He's a selfish lover. I'm not going to give that to you, buddy. You think he just lays there? Not giving it to you. Obviously, the woman was not the right woman. Yeah. He's not throwing it down. Obviously, the woman was not the right woman, Adam. <laughs> wow. So you're blaming the woman. Strong. Yeah. <laughs> so you're blaming the woman, Kyle? Mm. I'm just putting it out there. I'm not blaming any. Okay. Strong. I'm just putting it out there. It takes two to fuck. <laughs> You're on timeout. (laughs) I've got a hair trigger, baby, and I will start donkey kicking fools. That's my main move. I did hear that the actual true defense to fighting a mountain lion or a cat like that is you are supposed to... Fuck it. Mm -hmm. Well, you can try that. (laughs) That's what they want. That's why they're out there. But you're supposed to stick your fist down their mouth. Really? No, no, no. You're supposed to stick your fist into their mouth and then grab inside their tummy and mess it all up. See, now, that's crazy. Cool. (laughs) I would love to do that. That sounds amazing. I am so serious. You're saying it with this. I know you're saying it with a straight face, and this doesn't seem like your style of comedy, but. This is the thing, because when you get your fist (laughs) into their open mouth, they can't close it anymore and you're supposed to just keep pushing as far down into the belly of the beast as you can and then start to what let me just defend blake here because like he's our dumbest friend no (laughs) that is real that is real that is the true defense if you're being attacked by a mountain it it can break your arm no you just gotta push wait we were filming workaholics right and i got attacked by that malinois and for people at home who don't know what a malinois is they're smarter german shepherds right Mm -hmm. that was a big dog right they're like super intelligent dogs and and they're the size of a german shepherd and he was biting on my arm but i had like a pad thing under my shirt and i was like wow like if he really grabbed on that hurts and the guy goes oh yeah he could snap through your arm like fucking cottage cheese or whatever he he uses as a metaphor if you shove your fist down a mountain lion's throat Mm -hmm. you're winning the fight you're losing your hand (laughs) you're you're winning the no hand contest they can't bite up to that point Okay, well, I just Googled, I did a quick Google, and a hunter shoves his arm down grizzly bear's throat to stave off attack. I'm telling you, dude, when it gets to the point where there's a beast on top of you biting, your best bet is to shove your arm down their throat. 
Because what? Are you gagging it? So it's like when you barf and your jaw just goes like, like unhinged. Yeah, and that, the point when you have something too large in your mouth, like in your jaw is too extended, you lose the ability to bite down at that point. Sure, but I mean, it's a it'll back away from you. No, man, they're on you. Oh, it won't? It can't. It does a, nah. It can't, it can't go backwards in this scenario? No, no. Because it's whole, it's all, you fucked with its inner ear. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, did you hear what Blake said, though? Blake, I'm on your team right now. Thanks, buddy. You grab the inside, so how's it going to back away when you're grabbing its throat? Oh, you have the uvula in your grasp? No, you're bat- You're past the uvula, player. You're, like, grabbing the stomach and shit. That's how deep you have to go. You're grabbing its dick from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you are trying to fuck it. <laughs> okay. Uh, after after it's all said and done, yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is important. Hey, speaking of fucking animals, I did hear at the dog park once when I went there that if like a pit bull does attack you or if like how to get the pit bull off of your dog if they're attacking you can't reach in and grab the jaw and just like separate them that's not going to happen gotta fuck it what you do have to do you do you have to put your finger in its asshole oh my god like that's the way to get it to stop (laughs) you do dude when it gets down to those situations think about it what else are you going to do and i was going to say like do that with the bobcat too so reach in with one hand grab the dick from the inside and then reach underneath and throw your finger up the butthole and now like what's that bobcat actually going to do it's not backing up are you doing like what do they call it a chinese <laughs> finger trap or whatever mm-hmm. to a wild animal <laughs> yeah, yeah one finger in the mouth and one finger in the butt dude yeah how did kyle die well it was 5 a.m <laughs> He was doing some night hiking. <laughs> yeah. It was dark. He was frog hunting. Yeah, he found a frog. We got the call at 3.30. <laughs> and he fingered a bobcat's asshole. <laughs> but for real. This is making me want to start up a website with just the wrong answers to general questions. I feel like, like that's what our podcast is evolving into. Yeah. Is like guys who could easily Google answers, but instead. No, well, I did Google and, and you are, this has worked Thank before you. i don't think it's the best technique it's worst case scenario which one the butthole the, the not mouth. the butthole there's no i haven't found anything about buttholes i think that's just you want to finger animals buttholes the butthole is weird that's no that's a that's a pitbull specific thing i guess yeah i guess maybe what about grabbing its nuts <laughs> right uh well what if it's not a boy and you say no you then you know what you do you do the two in the pink is that uh <laughs> how's it go <laughs> yes the I feel like I would uh, choke it out, right? Wouldn't you choke it out? Here's the thing about that. If it's a pit bull, it ain't happening because their fucking necks are all muscle. And if it's a Chinese Sharpay, the skin is so loose and slippery. You just can't get a handle on it. I could choke out a pit bull. <laughs> I also recall another way to like disengage... You try to stab them in the eyes as well. Oh, take out their eyesight. Yeah. But they have great smells. Yeah. I don't know. And beautiful eyes. You'd, it'd be such a crime. That's why you have to you have to shit yourself and then quickly discard your pants. Either way, it's, it's not pretty. That's smart. Actually, taking a shit or farting on them probably will get them to go away. <laughs> oh, they're so grossed out. They just run away. <laughs> no, they yeah. love that. Yeah, they're like, that's a weird-ass smell. Why do dogs love fart so much? Like, you fart, a dog will just bury his face into your asshole they get it man hell yeah they do (laughs) (laughs) they get it they get it they love the stink they're like "Ooh, i know what you have for lunch dogs rock (laughs) sex is your equipment right sex is your equipment it's what you got okay gender is how you identify 
as a you're like oh, i'm a guy and it's like you could have a vagina but you're like i'm a guy uh, okay is there like something because this baby is still being born like it's still you know being made and it can't identify <laughs> as anything but it's sex right it's being cooked in the baby oven <laughs> here we go yes kyle I'm just I'm just curious. I'm I'm walking down the path just like the map over there. This baby cannot yeah. be like, uh, you know what? Sorry, I'm not a pink girl. I am actually a boy. Yes. I want I want my color to be blue out there. Uh I know, but the people doing this are fucking they don't care. Okay? They're baking blue cakes. They don't care. <laughs> and also it's not up to the baby it, until they start to talk, they don't get us to decide which colors they want on the cakes. That's just what I'm saying. But yeah. the point is yeah. it's got a dick or a vagina or both. That's what the thing is revealing. That it's got that. Yes. And then there's a whole nother reveal right, down right. the line. When they're old enough to decide what they actually want to reveal themselves as. Or not even old enough, but when they actually have the when they when they figure it out. Yeah, two and a half. Two and a half. <laughs> Nobody cares, by the way. Nobody cares. It's insane. No. Just, just have your baby. <laughs> just have the baby. Jeez, just man. have it. If you guys uh, had another kid and had a gender reveal, I'd come just to just to kick it with you guys uh, until you crawl into your, you know, six-month baby hole. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I drink now. I don't drink unless some sex is getting revealed. Do you feel me? That's <laughs> your revealing sex. <laughs> oh, dude, that's dope. Yeah. I want to know what a baby is about to be, and I'm going to get fucked up up that's what's up i'll drink to that yeah. okay you know there's some weird pervy hollywood hills sex party so they're like uh-oh sex reveal <laughs> conspiracy <laughs> theories and then they just pull a curtain back it's just two people going at it they just whip a dude's diaper off yeah that's exactly time to reveal the sex everybody get nude they have somebody in like a big smock and they just tear it off <laughs> Oh boy, Hollywood. Get nude. Show us your wee wahs and your hoo hoos. I want to suck your dingleberries. <laughs> oh, 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 that's poo poo. Sorry, sorry. That's poo poo. Oh, wow. That was my bad. Kyle. I mean, it's just, you know. Turning me on. My bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my good. We'll save take back for later. Oh, my bad. Sorry, I said suck your dingleberries. <laughs> I was a TLC boy, honestly. For sure. That was a little before. Was it? Yeah. Were you crazy, sexy, or cool? Crazy, sexy, cool. I used to wonder that, too. Who was crazy, who was sexy, who was cool? Well, we know, but as far as you guys go, guys, welcome to This Is Important. My question today is, are you crazy, sexy, or cool? Mm. Oof. Oh, dog. I'm crazy. Yeah. I yeah, you I'm are crazy. crazy. Yeah, I'm full-blown mm -hmm. crazy. Therapist for seven years, <laughs> battling off demons. Yeah. Crazy was definitely left eye, correct? Because she was kind of like, yes, psycho, burned her dude's house down, which was sick. And cool was T Boz, and sexy was, uh, wasn't her name Chili? Chili was sexy. Yeah, I think I think you're cool, Blake. I think that's what what oh, you are, dog. Yeah, you're T Boz for sure. Thank you, Chili. Oh my god! And Durs, are are you sexy? What are you? Durs is sexy. I see the, his love on Instagram. Chicks want to see this dude, and dudes want to see this dude. <laughs> it, it, I get a lot of dudes. How come you haven't done any uh, hardcore sex scenes? <laughs> uh, haven't I? 
in a in a movie. He kind of has. He kind of had hot sauce up his. Butt, oh, that's right. Butt rammed by a thing of hot sauce. Uh, yeah, I remember that. I liked that scene. Thought it was really good. Oh, I did. I tell you guys that I ran into De Niro at backstage at the Critics Choice Awards this past past year pre COVID. Yeah. Oh, were you nominated? No, I was uh, presenting. Mm. Oh, bummer. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> but it was like De Niro comes backstage, and I know him from the intern, and I like had a meeting with him, and we talked for like two hours in his office one time, and he comes backstage, and I go, "How you doing, Bob?" And he just looks at me with no recollection. And I didn't even, I should have just gave him the olive branch of going like, it's me, Adam, from the intern. Yep, yep. But I didn't. I just like held my ground. And we stared at each other for like, he could have like quickly been like, oh, hey, how you doing? And, and kept it moving. But he stared at me for 10 seconds waiting for me to go, it's Adam from the movie, The Intern. And mm-hmm. I didn't. And I just sort of, we just locked eyes. And for like 10 seconds, and Chloe's just grabbing my arm harder and harder, being like, what the fuck is going on? Whoa. And then he just goes, huh. And then walked away. Right. <laughs> okay, can I ask you a question about that? Yeah. Why didn't you say it? Was that like, uh, what What was going on? Where you're like, I could have, I could say who I am and remind this older gentleman who I am. Yeah. Why didn't you? Uh, because I was so, we were just so locked in the moment. Mm. And I kind of wanted to see if he would remember without any help. That, okay. Mm-hmm. He does like six movies a year though. And he's 70, whatever. I know. I, I don't know. And in hindsight, I wish I would have just gone, hey, Bob. I'm Adam. It's Adam, Anders' friend from Intern. From the Intern, Anders' friend from the Intern. Right, and he goes, oh, <laughs> Drabel? Zach Perlman's. Zach Perlman's acting yeah, partner, right. Jason Orley's scene uh, partner. Perlman's stunt double. Anders, yeah, looks like Perlman in the flick, almost exact same look. Adam, to be fair, <laughs> I plan for that, that run-in. I carry around the glasses I wore in the Intern <laughs> wherever I go just to put them on, and then I go, Bobby D., Mucho dinero. All right. I, uh, I was waiting for like a glimmer of like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. None of it. And actually, I mean, like, I almost felt like he respected that I didn't tell him. He was just like, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, he had no idea who you were. So it was just a weird run in with a guy. He was like, yeah. huh. That's cool. All he was thinking there was, I'm glad he didn't ask for a picture. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> No, there was cool, there was no- cool interaction. Yeah. All right. This prick huh. called me Bob and then uh, just stood there. Okay. <laughs> Bob. No picture, though. We're good to go. I love his videos where he's like, I'm going to talk about Trump. He's like, I'm going to punch him in the fucking I'm face. Gonna punch him. I'm going to I'm gonna find him. I'm going to just beat his ass. Well, they're like the same age. So yeah. I, I would put my money on De Niro. Nah, out, out of the, I don't know. I don't know. But Trump Trump's heavy. Trump's a bigger dude. He's a big man. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I don't Trump's know. Trump's like 6'2", right? And he's fucking wide-bootied. Well, that's how I'm going to look. I'm just going to balloon from the back. <laughs> that low center. I'm just going to have to walk all hunched forward because my ass is too heavy. It's a counterbalance. It's pulling me backwards. When are we going to leak those nudes, baby? <laughs> Ooh. The skin sack of Trump nudes. Mm. I'd, oh, I'd... somebody's got to have those nudes out there. Just some like... You know, just big-titted hooker that he hooked up with in Russia. Oh. Allegedly. Can I do that? Took photos of his nutsack uh, when he was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see those. 
Why don't we just start our own business instead of franchise something? Why don't we just come up with our own menu that's off the charts? That that's harder. Because uh, it's Raising Cane's that already exists. It's Raising Cane's. It's already there. We love it. That's like jumping onto a franchise. That I well, mean, it is jumping onto a franchise. Yeah, that's what he just <laughs> yeah, said. It's literally what it is. Are you Kyling us? I'm just asking the question. I just like original stuff. I'm pissed now. <laughs> hey, Kyle, and that's a good point. But see, you're vegetarian, so we're never going to agree on what should be the main thing. Well, but he's going to bring the toast thunder. Wet noodles. Yeah, I can bring the thunder in other places. Like, you're not going to think about what I think about because you guys are all going to be thinking about the meats. And I'm going to be handling the rest. No, because here's the thing. We eat vegetables, too. I know a good cucumber. Yeah. You know a good cucumber. I know a good cucumber. Difference is you don't know the chicken. Yeah, you don't know vegetables more than I know vegetables. You- I got some bomb-ass cucumbers growing in my backyard right now, dude. I'm fixing to have about 50 of them. I bet you do. But the thing is, is I, I partake in everything. You only partake in a small section of food. Get him. He eats all the food. It's a pretty big section. I just don't eat what the meat which is like three or four or five things turkey pork beef we're opening a chicken shack dude <laughs> how many meats are there uh lamb more than hundreds mo- mother hundreds of meat <laughs> no how many meats are there there's chicken slugs there's pork mollusk venison cow there's beef what, what are you what are you talking about what any type of animal is a meat any animal where's the beef yeah but how many how many is there like 10 15 of them there's way more th- every animal every animal there's rhino a wild dog every animal is a meat bear you eat rhino have i ever eaten rhino are you asking if i so you're saying we're gonna start i'm asking if we're gonna start a franchise that involves rhino well, that would be a problem. <laughs> that is very scarce. Hey, I'm saying, well, it's got, I think that would be hard to get. That, yeah. That's going to be highly legal. Save the rhino. Like, is that what we're going to do? I don't think that's what we're going to do. All I'm saying is you just don't discount me because I don't have that part. I got other taste buds. My taste buds still motherfucking work. All I'm saying is you got to go to a Raising Cane's before you shut this idea down. You're saying no to Raising Cane's, motherfucker. You haven't tried their Texas toast. I didn't say no. I laterally was just like, what if we started our own thing? Uh, yeah, I know. And look, maybe just try the skin. You eat the skin. You can eat the skin off the chicken, huh? I'm not eating the fucking skin, bro. Dude, eat the skin. That's not even the meat. That's just the skin. <laughs> <laughs> no way, dude. Nah, that's all right. Thank you, though. I dare you. Just I dare thank you, though. Hey, oh. thank you, though. Here, what about just going full skin? <laughs> Thank you, though. Skin, but look, okay, so let's open a, You want to open a restaurant, it would just be what? Cucumbers? <laughs> <laughs> what would it be? I make a bomb-ass salad, dude. I'm telling you, salads are off the charts. Well, Chop Shop exists. Yo, a salad bar, the restaurant. <laughs> no, but what you do is you don't get, make it a bar. We're not talking about a la carte. We're talking about a salad and the way I like it, which is basically spinach, arugula, Whole tomatoes cut in big ass oh, chunks, no. black God. beans, banana peppers hot, <laughs> banana peppers sweet, motherfucking cucumbers, player put some olive oil, and then player put some salt, and then player put some pepper. And that's it. That's done. Let me give you your slogan. I'm trying to help. Okay? I just told you what it is, man. He's trying to help your dumb ass. Your slogan is Carl's Salad Bar. Come for the salad. Leave with the canes next door, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you didn't let me get my shit out for that. For that. Wow. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead and list your ingredients again, motherfucker. People have shit to do. Oh, I'm sorry, Anders. I must have left my mask in the car. Get your ass over here, motherfucker. <laughs>
<laughs> What's the dressing? What? Because uh, we're coming for the dressing. It's an olive. The oil. dressing is olive oil, salt, and pepper. Oh my god, that's not dressing. Yeah, it is. That's pre-dressing. It's so fucking good. <laughs> no, that's the shit. That's all you need. I learned that shit. That's in- just how you get the lettuce wet, dude. <laughs> That's how you do it in Italy. I learned that shit in Italy, bro. This ain't Italy, brother. <laughs> That's how you explain the most basic salad that you specifically like. Didn't you hear it has spinach? Oh, it does have spinach and arugula like every other arugula. goddamn salad you've ever had. <laughs> I fucking love it, dude. I don't need, I eat it like every day. I fucking love it. Everyone likes it. It's fine. What is setting you apart? That, dude, that was the most basic ass salad I've ever heard in my life. For real. That's what I'm saying. You guys are talking about basic ass shit that is good that's what you're no, talking, we're talking about. about the best of the basic cane best of the basic we're, you're talking about a chicken nugget no we're not talking oh you don't know nothing you don't know nothing dude i mean i'm not trying you're, to you oh we're talking about nuggets dude they're tenders also what's so good about it the sauce i can contribute on the sauce like no other motherfucker can i got a secret motherfucking sauce that y'all don't even know about i've had it i've had it and how good is it blake how good is my low quap barbecue sauce it's it's good. Thank you. Wait, your what? Your what sauce? Low quat barbecue sauce, bro. What does that mean? And what do you put it on? You ever heard of a low quat or you're too busy eating nuggets? It's a fruit based. Tenders. Tenders. I've never heard of a low quat, so blow my mind. Thank you. So look at that. I just brought the motherfucking ingredient, dog. That doesn't make it good because he hasn't heard of it. Dude, you know it's good, Blake. I don't appreciate this. You sent me a picture of you fucking drinking that shit. I don't appreciate you taking their side. I did not send a picture of me drinking it. That's some bullshit. I smell a take back. You sent a picture of, oh, it's all gone after one fucking helping, bruh. It's a small helping. Yeah, because he had to drown out the disgusting salad with with whatever dressing. Whatever he made was on him. I just gave him the bomb-ass sauce. So if y'all want a partner... And you're putting this on like Beyond Meat or what? What? what are you putting this barbecue sauce on? I put it on Beyond Meat. I put it on Impossible Meat. I throw it on fucking salads if I really want to dance. Matt Beyond Meat. <laughs> yeah, nice. Matt Beyond Meat. That's a swim reference, everyone at home who doesn't know. I'm pissed now. I'm just saying, dude, y'all don't discount me because I'll come with the fire no matter what corner I'm shoved in. All right, Kyle. Jesus All Christ, right. dude. Jesus All I'm saying Christ, is maniac. get your ass to a Raisin Cane's they're delicious, and me, Blake, and Anders will franchise our own raisin canes, and that's okay. You don't need to be involved in this business venture that we have all verbally agreed. And look, if you want a salad stand outside of the canes, let's talk. Actually, I'm so down with this. You can park your salad RV in our canes parking lot, and we won't shoo you out. Kyle's RV salad sounds off the chain. I'm so down with this. And then we could say, you want that healthy shit? Take it outside. I'm so down with this. I love it. I love it. You want to change the game with your salad? Skin croutons. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Yummy. Remember when we first, it was like season one of Workaholics, and we were writing at Hollywood Production Center, which is just a place that has a bunch of offices that a lot of people write their shows in. And we were writing Workaholics there, season one. And in the gym, I remember one time Jamie Kennedy came in and was working and both me and Durs were like, we were like talking, goofing around. And then like he came in and both of us, both time stopped. Yeah. (laughs) It was like Jamie Kennedy was the biggest goddamn star. Talk about the glow. We had a Jamie Kennedy experience of our own. Yeah, that was our Jamie (laughs) Kennedy experience. It was like Brad Pitt just walked in. Both of us were like, 
immediately were quiet, lifting heavier weights than we normally would. Yours yeah. got on the treadmill and just fucking soared. In my Pearl Azumi. That's cool. Damn. The best part of that is immediately quiet. Just like. Yeah. Just like <laughs> head down, working out extra hard. <laughs> I think, and by the way, he was pushing like a Bentley GT Continental. Oh, yeah. I had so many questions about that. But hey, Scream 3, Scream 3. I think Jamie Kennedy might have uh, overextended himself a little bit. Hey, Scream 3. Yeah. You know? Scream 3. Who knew? Malibu's Most Wanted. Let's go. Very funny movie, by the way. Yeah. Didn't he do enough work to get... He didn't... Yeah. What's, what was his... What did he do? Scream. One, two, three... Uh, he had the Jamie Kennedy experience, Scooby, Scooby-Doo. I don't know. He had some shit. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. yeah. he had a he had a solid run. He had a nice window. Bentleys come to those who work. And also, wasn't he with Jennifer Love Hewitt for a while? He was. I know the answer, and it's yes. Hello. God damn. Do you remember Jennifer Love Hewitt in that... Yeah. <laughs> That era? In that era. 100%. Like, God damn. That's a grand slam. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Because Jamie Kennedy, for the few times I met him, seems like a great guy. Everyone, probably including Jamie Kennedy, will agree that he's not like, he's not a stereotypical, super handsome hot guy. Mm. He won her over with with the ha ha. Oh, God, gave me hope. I was like, oh. Yeah. I was like, there we go. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Those types of relationships were always like, oh, there is so much hope in this world. Yes. They see past the face. They see past the hair. They smell past Mm -hmm. the stench. (laughs) Women are so nice and good. (laughs) They're such better people. They really are. (laughs) Women rule the fact that they can look past all of our just gross shit yeah yeah our egotistical bullshit uh, ego testicles and if you're funny or cool or whatever you can you can land a babe yeah man yeah hey tii nation we know your sex life is important but that your schedule is also very busy you don't have time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction But now, through HIMSS, you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. HIMSS is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. HIMSS provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand-name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor visits answer a series of questions on their site, and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance needed. If ED's getting you down, it's time you join the hundreds of thousands of trusted HIM subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash this is. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash this is for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash this is. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. A new season of Bridgerton is here. 
and with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for the eligible bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you tell me where Pennsylvania is, I've been to Pennsylvania multiple times. I've been there a lot, actually. Right. 
do not know where it is. If you told me like to find it on a map, I, I would get in the right area. I would be within a state or two. It's, it's upper right, right? But I don't know. No. It's upper right. No, no, it's not upper. What do you mean? What is it, mid-right? In the middle. <laughs> it's kind of upper. It's not. No, it's not. It's not total mid-right. It's on the right. It's on the right. <laughs> it's on the right. It's the long one on the long, right. But isn't... That's Mississippi, is bro. Is it up by NY? Is it... Uh, Kind of right by? No, no, no. It's kind of near. It's near, but it's, it's it's above Virginia. Oh, it's right above like Virginia, West Virginia, right above there. And that's why I said I'd get within a state or two. And Kentucky, right? It's just above Kentucky. Creeps over to Ohio. Well, I found a new segment for the podcast, Learn Our Geography. Uh, yeah. It's tough. Break out the maps. Where do we live? Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> I don't know where New Hampshire, New England is a whole mystery to me. New England? Is not a state. Like the fact that New York State is all that, and then Manhattan is just that little tail. Yeah, blew my mind the first time I figured it out. I was like, "Bro, you gotta learn your boroughs." Oh bro. yeah, hell yeah. Oh yeah, the boogie <laughs> down. Get the fuck out of the zoo. Uh, I'm good. I haven't spent much time in upstate New York. Is Cornell in upstate New York? Hey, you know what? It probably might be. <laughs> it sounds like it. It probably might be. Chances are it, it could yeah, be. Yeah, totally could be. Daniel Baldwin, is he the hottest Baldwin? No. 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 Steven. I'm, no. Steven. Alex. Steven. Steven. No, wait, no, no. Sorry, sorry. No, no. No, is it? Who's Billy Baldwin? Billy Baldwin from Backdraft is the hot one. Oh. Oh, yeah. He's very hot. Correct. That that Baldwin family, there's a lot of hunky, hunky dudes. There's a lot of win in those balls, I'll tell you. Is Stephen Baldwin Biodome? Yes, that is Biodome. Correct. Correct. Yeah, he's hot as shit, too. I think I find him. No one's saying he's not. Uh, I find comedians hot, you know, but uh, that's, I guess it might not be what we're talking about. That's true. And he he had sick style in that movie. He had those little braids. That was so sick. Very influential. Were they braids or white people dreads with like the egg yolk in them? I recall them being little like rubber band like braids. I don't think he had the dreads. Rubber brain, <laughs> rubber brain <laughs> braid. Alrighty then. Thank God you got that soundboard. I'm telling you, it's only going to grow. It's only going to grow. So excited. Well, I hope so, because right now, <laughs> those those two are starting to wear out their wallet. Wait, yes. there is one other one. All righty then. <laughs> right. Yeah, we know. We've got them memorized now. That's, that's I said, those two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Different read. Different read. Oh, okay. Come on, there's a... Di- there's... All righty then. And then a... All righty then. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, a, that's a good one. That one fits in the convo a little better. All righty then. See, was that you or the board? <laughs> I'm having trouble. <laughs> I remember uh, the first night that uh, I brought Durs around, he got in a fight with our upstairs neighbors. Shouting match. Shouting match. A shouting match, not a fist fight. <laughs> I haven't heard that term in a while. I got to bring that back. <laughs> we were, we were upstairs, and for whatever reason, Durs was saying something, and they were like, what the fuck are you doing here? Who are you? Get out of here. But like, you guys lived in a duplex, so you guys were- Triplex. Triplex. Hello. So Yeah, baby. You could try and plex me. <laughs> So you guys lived downstairs. Other people lived upstairs. It was like a co-party. Mm-hmm. I was upstairs, and then everyone I knew went downstairs. And then they just turned to me, and they're like, who the fuck are you? And I was like, I'm, I'm friends with the guys downstairs. And then some dudes were like, get the fuck out of here. And I was like, whoa. Hey, man. They were flexing on you, dude. They triplexed on me. You were too big for the party. That's what happens. That, that only happens to big guys. They never do that to me. People are like, hmm. 
You could stay, little rascal. I, I did say they were like, get the fuck out of here. And I was like, okay, carry me out. <laughs> you drew a line with the neighbors. It didn't go over well. And then he said, you want me to carry you? Huh? Because I will. I'll carry you. Uh, and then I was like, okay, I'll go. And then they like went to, to get Kyle. And I was like getting my DVDs back from Adam that he had borrowed. Well, I was laying on, I was passed out on the couch, probably in like a puddle of my own piss because I used to piss the futon all the time. Did I do that? No, you had just fought Adam. <laughs> yes, Kyle had just fought me. That doesn't mean I wasn't in a puddle of my own piss. Sure. <laughs> that is true, true. true. I'm pissed now. He might have pissed himself when he kept showing me his hands. <laughs> I pissed. Kept showing me his hand saying, oh, you're so lucky I didn't connect with these big check hands. Right. We talked about that story, and this yeah. connects directly with this story, because then uh-huh. I remember waking up in a haze and hearing sh- a shouting match going on in my living room, to which I took the side of my neighbors, because I knew them. I had no idea who the fuck you were mm. at that point. No idea. That's not very G. And then I was getting my DVDs, and it looked like I was stealing from you, and you were like, who are you? I'm like, yeah, you were taking the Arrested Development DVD and the Jamie Foxx DVD and I said you can't fucking take those and I said these are my those are Adam's friends DVDs I said I think I'm Adam's friend because these are my DVDs I said Adam is he your friend <laughs> oh, and by the way me and Kyle have just gotten in a fight 40 just minutes before fun. this and uh I love that Kyle standing up for my friend's DVDs. <laughs> well, we got in a fight over some BS with a girl. I was I can get past yeah. that easily. You know what I mean? It's bros. Yes, bros, for sure. You know what I mean? Kyle was just looking to fight somebody that night, I think. Yeah, he had demons. Yeah, he was trying to fight. Well, this is, you know, I, I uh, it didn't stop. I, uh, I stopped drinking six years ago because when I got drunk, I was looking for it, you know? And I said, Kyle, why don't you carry me out? that's this dude's catch line (laughs) why don't you carry me out adam how did how did that end did you get in the middle of it well i remember coming into the room like hearing you being like those are adam's friends dvds and then there's being like i think i'm adam's friend and then you're like i don't know you and then i come in and i'm like that's my friend kyle (laughs) i write with him oh this is who you've been sneaking off to to write huh Huh? that's what it was about the jealousy this is why you won't improv with me oh but our guitar hero was all improv why do you think you need to write (laughs) dude so real oh so that's why you missed Wee Bowling last week. Right. Huh. Okay. I thought we were in a league, bro. So that's why you missed Wee Bowling practice. Oh. Durs, you just, you took off. I don't know. Did you walk back to your place? You were wasted. I walked home to West Hollywood. Jesus. How was that? Which we were mid-city LA, which, that's a hell of a walk. This is yeah, miles, man. and I'm wearing Clark's Wallabies. Yeah, you are. Let's yes. just say it wasn't a great walk. <laughs> <laughs> no no shade to wallabies no though. shade to wallabies we're looking for a sponsor hey just don't walk four miles in them yeah they're more for pimping and then the next day adam's like you want to go see a movie and i'm like what movie he's like kung fu hustle and i'm like yeah i'll go see that and then when we get there who else is there guess who's there anders is there yeah baby he arranged this whole thing he arranged it so we could Squash the beef. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. 
learn how to improv, learn how to write. And we loved that movie, didn't we, Anders? It's so good. And do you remember what I said to you? I said, uh, Carry me to my seat. Oh, God damn, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get my little joke on, and you're just like, <laughs> Sorry, brother. No finesse. No finesse. Did I do that? <laughs> All right, Blake's heating up. You're going in this movie. Would you mind carrying me in? I remember the uh, first time I asked Anders if if he wanted to if we wanted to write together, or if we should write together or hang out or whatever. I remember I my car had broken down and our ex roommate Christine was there to pick me up and she was like from Second City where we were doing improv together. Yeah, we, I was getting we had just done improv class and we we're uh, coming out of class and Durs was so funny and I remember standing on the corner like like I'm asking a dude out and was like, "Yeah, so you're really funny, dude. Oh yeah, you too, man. You're really funny. Uh, do you want to like get together and like riot or like, you know, do, figure something out?" And uh, Durs was like, "Oh, hell yeah, yeah. You know, here's oh, my number." You do stand up? That's fucking crazy, man. That's you got some cool. balls on you, dude. Yeah, okay, cool, thank you. Uh, I do have balls. And uh, and then Christine was like honking at me, and she goes, Adam, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I get in the, in the car, and she was like, what was that about? And I'm like, I'm fucking him. <laughs> I think I'm going to fuck this guy. I think I'll be fucking him. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Durs would rock the popped collar, which I never pulled that look off and never attempted but i respect i respect Durs for having multiple lacoste polos yeah that he would pop we got to dig some do you have any photos of those did you ever rock the double double polo oh yeah yeah oh yeah oh yeah i did yeah 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 oh god that's so sick there was a gray and then like this kind of like like pink ish like a uh like a fucking dull magenta and i'd wear that under the gray and it would look fucking good i'm not mad at a pop collar still but the double pop yeah i don't give a fuck that's kind of ridiculous how many collars did you wear just two two yeah i mean two is so dumb a lot (laughs) but two is one more than you need yeah, it's more than you need. Is it the is it the it's the same shirt twice, right? That's what that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or was there one without buttons or something? No, no, no. It's, it was just two Lacoste polos. Okay. I mean, what would be real sick is if you had one that like sewed in two collars. Yeah, that'd be so tight. Who started wearing two polo shirts at once? Somebody who's fucking smart. Durs and his crew. I'm gonna guess it was like Ti. I'm going to say it was Grand Hustle. Actually, nobody in my crew would do it. Nobody in my crew would rock like that. You were on some cool shit. Hey, what happened to the sleeves? Did the sleeves show two colors, too? Uh, I didn't. No, I'm sure somebody pulled the sleeves. But through. you could. I just liked having like a little uh, color pop around my neck. Yeah, no, that's dope. I'm mm-hmm. into that, bro. I'm into that for you. Why not wear an ascot? Oh, that's cool, too. I kind of liked... Yeah, you're right. I could have done that. But on the spectrum of greasy to fabric... <laughs> yeah, baby! <laughs> in a weird way, I love the like pageantry of prep style like i i was like this is ridiculous i'm a person who wears two collars i'm a person who has like their shirt over their shoulders and tied who does that anymore or ever did this sounds like your aa speech like yes i'm a person who pops two collars. Uh, my name's anders i wear a sweater over my shoulders hi anders i've been known to pop collars didn't they also do the embroidery did you ever do that where it was like you could get like embroidery on those shirts? Like your name? Is that, is that not a thing? Yeah, I thought you would mm. get it. Or on, no, on the bottom of the collar where you'd pop it up. 
on the back of the collar, there'd be stuff. Oh. So when you pop it, there's something there. Oh, what? My. Yeah. What? Yes. My, that's a bad Yeah, look. bro. I remember this that. This is real? Yeah. I don't know if I ever had anything like that. See, I was always jealous of that look because I agree. It's just so absurd that I wanted to do it so bad. Remember that time I came in the Workaholics writer's room and I was like three hours late or something? And I'm like, oh, sorry, guys. I'm so late. I Actually, the craziest thing happened to me last night and this morning. And you guys were like, oh, okay, what, traffic or something? Again, another big poo Okay, we'll do it again. What happened, Adam? What happened? Another crazy night. Okay. And the night before, me and Blake were roommates. Blake's ex comes to me and it's like hey adam uh, some weird guy gave me this envelope to give to you told me not to look in it and i go uh yeah i don't know my it must be my manager's office or my agent's office or something with a script something hollywood residuals yeah it's part of my team i don't know seems hollywood i open it up and it was a letter from the guy that said uh, like the la county person that lets you know if you have aids Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I remember that. Oh, yeah. Do you remember this story? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's bizarre. And so I tried to call. I called in the office right away. It was too late. I got home late at night. He opens up his office at 9 a.m. So at 9 a.m., I'm like, can't. obviously, I can't sleep. I think I have AIDS. The AIDS. And so the AIDS, capital A, capital I, I think both capital D and S. All stand for something. It all stands for something. Not sure. No way to tell. Adam, Adam, you idiot. You done sexed your life away. <laughs> you done sexed your life away. Adam, the idiot done sexed his life away. Sexed his life away. <laughs> I think that's what it is. So uh, the next morning, I like can't sleep at all. I call in and uh, get a hold of the guy. And he's like, uh, as I'm sure you know, you've tested positive for HIV. So crazy. The HIV virus, I guess. And I'm like, uh hold up now <laughs> what's that no i didn't and i had gotten a std test in omaha nebraska when i was i was back home visiting my family and i was like you know what i'm gonna go to my local doctor just get the whole gamut of tests right it's a safe thing to do in your early 20s yeah, when, for old time's sake when you're home you're like yeah i was like you know 24 or something i was like all right and so i did that in omaha and then I go, and this is in California where this is happening. And he's like, well, you have AIDS. I'm like, I do not. And he goes, you do. And that's the first stage of denial is saying you don't have it. <laughs> we're here for you. We're here for you. It's very common. And we're here for you. And I will drive over to your house right now to talk to you about it. And I'm like, you do not have to do that. I do not have AIDS. I just got tested by my doctor back home. He says, I'm all good. I'm in the clear. And he goes, he says that you have AIDS. Or HIV. And so I call my doctor. Mm -hmm. The nurse goes, what the fuck? When I tell her this story, she said, what the fuck? Wow. Tight nurse. The fuck? And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, um, uh, hang on. Puts me on hold for like 10 minutes. The yeah. scariest 10 minutes of my life the whole time. Exactly. Where I'm just thinking, <laughs> I have AIDS. My whole life is turned upside down. I could die. Right. And they came back on the line. They're like, the doctor won't speak with you. <laughs> Mm. he's pissed because he thinks that i'm going to sue him right and i go well do i have aids and they're like right no from the test that we took from you you do not have aids or any std right and uh <laughs> <laughs> or, or anything uh. and i go what the fuck she's like that's what i said yeah somehow they sent over that i have aids to 
California. No idea how this happened. Yeah. The most insane thing. I probably could have sued for a fortune. Right. And that's why the doctor didn't talk to me. And then I talked to this guy again, and he like still didn't believe me. And then I got like a STD test the next day, and and I was I was all good. Right. So it was it did come from your doctor in Omaha. You didn't get tested in California, also, right? My doctor said that I had AIDS. Dude, that's so scary. Well, that, we got to get to the bottom of this. Yep. And I'm glad we're putting it out there on the podcast so that the millions of listeners can get to the bottom of this. Because what the fuck? Millions. Billions, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my B. I mean, you're probably not the only person who's been misdiagnosed with HIV. I mean, that's just so frightening. What the fuck? What was so scary is it wasn't like, it wasn't a practical joke. It wasn't like I came in the office and you guys were like, gotcha, bitch. Pretty sick. Which would have been <laughs> amazing. <laughs> An elite level slam. <laughs> like, I looked up via the Google that this guy is the guy to tell you that you have HIV. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we set up that page. Official letterhead, like the whole thing. It was absolutely terrifying. I mean, anytime you go in for any kind of STD test, it's extremely nerve-wracking. Even if you oh, know you've sure. been good, as soon as you take the test, you're like, I've got something. I'm fucked. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, dude. Yep. Anytime you've ever, like, itched your balls, you're like, that's <laughs> oh, <yeah>. something. <laughs> that's something. Oh, man. I can tell. Yeah, for sure. I remember working at, like, BJ's Pizza, allegedly. <laughs> And just like after taking the STD test, and I'm like, my dick just does not feel good. There's like crystals in it or something. Uh -huh. I got the one STD that produces crystals. <laughs> That's so yeah. sick. Yeah. That's a good one. Sea monkeys and something. Well, you look up, and then you Google, like, my dick feels like it has crystals, and you Google it, and it's like, sure enough, that is something. <laughs> Gonorrhea. Oh, yeah, if you anytime there's any sort of sickness, crystallization uh, in yeah. the shaft of your cock, for sure. That's bad. That's bad. Yeah. That is uh, that's herpes uh, simplex yeah. Q. Herpes syntax. Syntax. That's the Q. Complex. Huh? Syntax. What? I'm coming rocks. <laughs> I'm coming rocks. Siri, I'm coming rocks. Is that a problem? Hey, coming rocks. <laughs> <laughs> but it shouldn't have rocks. Right. <laughs> Hey, what's up? I'm Blake Anderson. I'm here to talk about... Coming rocks, but it shouldn't have rocks. Herpes syntax Q. <laughs> it's not a game. Definitely not a game to play with. Not a game. Rocks hurt. It really hurts. And you come... Sticks and stones may break my... Bones. But, but rocks rip your dick hole. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god that guy is sick over there he's sick he's twisted See, this, is when, <laughs> this is when we need soundboards all righty then uh, he said it not me allegedly. allegedly for those of you at home who can't see kyle has a junkyard of words tattooed on his back and shoulder uh the likes of name name two words name the two best hummus yeah, Humans. I got uh, Jillian and Essential. <laughs> and is Essential spelled correctly? Oh, uh, you tell me, man. I can't look at this thing. <laughs> yeah, so he got he like wrote a bunch of sentences down, and then like that meant something to him, and then put it on his back, and had the tattoo artist jumble up the words and put it on his back. Mm, wasn't really an artist; it was just a friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a, like, it was a buddy who I gripped with. Uh, sure. who got a tattoo gun and he wanted to practice. And so I was like, what's the harm in doing words? Just write words on my shoulder. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's what it is. Just a Do you have the original sentences? No. 
No. You forgot. Oh. You completely forgot all the sentences. Or do you remember some of them or for the most part? No, I don't care to know what they were. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's not the point of it. I mean, it's like it was a moment thing. It was like. Also, I, f- I lost them, and I was very sad when I lost them. <laughs> but I have to own it now because there's no way I can go back and find them. So it's just like, uh, it's part of the art. Yeah, you're like, no, it's a moment thing. You for sure wish you could remember them. Why don't you write all the words down, have someone read them aloud to you, write them down, and then try to mix them back together from memory to maybe what those sentences might have been? Uh, it just doesn't interest me. Uh, I think are you, it, just, it doesn't are, interest me either. I think it's boring as well. <laughs> yeah, it just is what it is. You know oh, what I mean? Well, <laughs> I mean, it's just a bunch of random words on my back right shoulder, and that's where it kind of stops. I don't know if it's random. I think you're scared to know what you wrote down. <laughs> no, I remember what it was. I mean, I have like the word insane. I have like the word beer. I have like. <laughs> The word mom, dad. Insane mom beer? I want to know what beer is. Why are you picking insane beer and mom together? Humans, (laughs) real, I, past, NWO. Hey, shout out. Hate. Kyle, do you have any other tattoos besides the, um, the words on your back? Do you have any, like... Real the the 13-year-old emo prison tat. <laughs> what is that? Well, you weren't 13, you were like 27. I know, but it, that's what somebody called it once and it was the funniest thing. Yeah, that's funny. I have uh <laughs> Adam is frozen in the funniest way right now. Oh, I thought he was making that face. <laughs> oh <laughs> I gotta take a picture of this. <laughs> I thought he was making that face and held it because he was so astonished. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he is all the way eyebrows all the way up touching his hair like wide-eyed at, at kyle's explanation here. oh that's great yeah it's pretty great wait kyle so what is this what is this tattoo the other one the other tattoo is a japanese uh character that is just means go beyond that's correct oh you think it means that well right i've had multiple people on sets tell me that it's upside down it's sideways <laughs> it somebody actually told me it means golden showers huh. well who are these people these are just fucking honkies that made the same joke as me, and then fucking... They're just people on sets that claim they know Japanese, so, yeah. uh, and so it's like, all right. Oh, uh, that means golden shower, <laughs> Yeah, <dude."> exactly. <laughs> all righty then. You got to get one of these boards, bro. I got it in Huntington when I was 18 years old. I that was Is that still a, like, a thing? Because that was a hot trend for a minute to get a little Japanese like uh, word in Japanese <laughs> or Chinese was it I thought it was what is your what language is yours well, I, I mean uh, me he has yeah. no idea Japanese okay well that's this Ka- is what I pulled it out of a book and it said it was Japanese sure right well it would be what Mandarin well that's Chinese no no it'd be Japanese <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah, Jap- it's Japanese. <laughs> no, I was talking about if it was Chinese. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yes, Cantonese or yeah, Mandarin. Yeah. It's all Greek to me. Is that funny? Yeah, but I rolled to the tattoo shop like I didn't even know what I was going to get. I was just moved out of my house and moved to Newport and got on the bus and was like, I'm going to go get a tattoo. That's just what's going to happen today. I'm going to go beyond. It was either that or getting a Prince Edward or whatever the fuck it is when you get a thing through the end of your dick. Prince Albert? <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, Prince Albert. I- I really wish Kyle would have gotten a, a weird piercing. I ha- I used to have my lip and my ears and and all that. Like I had. Oh, I I don't remember you having a, a pierced lip. When did you have that? Yeah, I did lip my pierced? lip when I worked at Vans in Newport Beach. Like that's par for the course. Yeah, 
Yeah, that was a thing back then, the lip pierce. Who was that? Blink started that? Well, Tom Tom DeLonge had a pierced lip for a while. Yeah, it looked good. I really liked it. Right, right. Yeah, I really wanted one too, but... Never too late. I never... Uh, I didn't want the hole there. You get the zit for life kind of thing. It looks like... Is that a zit? Oh, no. Yeah. I wonder if that's what this is. Probably. Oh, no. Huh. It's a mistake. <laughs> A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. On the boat, what's nice is you wake up and you've been drinking the night before, okay, oh, pretty yeah. heavily. Yeah, oh. baby. And you got to take the edge off in order to drive the boat back home from the island from Catalina, right? God, so absolutely. you, it's it's an hour and a half drive. You know, it's it's out there. You're going to be in the middle of the ocean. So you got to mm-hmm. take the edge off, right? What mm-hmm. I do, morning beers. Yep, sure. Yeah, baby. So you just get drunk. I have uh, two beers. Six morning beers. <laughs> it's called Riding the Wave. I, no, I have two beers in the morning, Adam. a Coors Light <laughs> on mixed with... Um, Spicy Some tomato, uh, tomato juice. Yeah, Bloody right. Mary mix. Like Bloody Mary mix. You got it, dude. Adam, this is you saying you're getting drunk before driving your boat. You just said you don't do it. No, Kyle, no, 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 no. Hang no, on, no, not drunk. Kyle. Buzzed boat driving is not drunk driving. Allegedly, okay? that's not drive. That's not driving. That's not drunk driving. Oh. You 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 got to have two to level yourself out, Kyle. It's been a while since you've been in the game. I think you forgot the level. There's levels to this I shit. Know. Okay, our smartest friend. It would be more dangerous for Adam to, to drive the boat before he and consumed more alcohol. Right. Blake, as my smartest friend, thank you for saying that because it would be more dangerous for me to not have two morning beers before taking that 2,000 pound <laughs> vessel and soaring it home going as fast as I can righty then yeah <laughs> uh yes I OD'd on Quaaludes when I was two mm-hmm. right uh, famously tight sentence yeah and so my mom took me to her neighbor's house because her neighbor was having issues with her boyfriend, sat me down on the couch. She was talking with the woman, trying to calm her down. Turns out she was having issues with her boyfriend because she caught her boyfriend dealing drugs. Mm. Meanwhile, I'm on this couch, the couch that I ended up having and sleeping on for years because they gave us a couch because I almost died on it. But uh, whoa, I was on the sitting on the couch and my mom was like, Adam, what do you got in your mouth? And she turns around, and I'm, like, being all naughty-faced, you know? I was like, what? No, nothing. But I'm, like, a little kid, so I'm not saying words. Right. And I just have a mouthful of stuff. I love how you remember that from two. And uh, I was like, what? Nothing. And, uh, well, this is just for what my mom said. Right. And then I, like, wouldn't give her what was in my mouth, and I had swallowed a bunch of it or whatever, and she finally, like, grips a hold of my face and opens up my mouth and fishes out these pills and then she looks, and in the crevice of the the couch where I had like stuffed something, was a half empty bag of pills. Eee. And this guy had a bag, a baggie of quaaludes. And, yeah, and then <laughs> uh, <Jesus. laughs> yeah, and then uh, 
some guy showed up at the house and was looking for the boyfriend, obviously to buy drugs. <laughs> nice. Yeah. My mom thinks it's an angel. And uh, my mm. mom's like, you have to take to the hospital. And the guy's like, oh, okay. And then he takes them the wrong way and doesn't stop at a hospital, stops at a CVS or whatever it was called at the time, you know, a pharmacy. Right. And he goes in, gets Epicac, comes right out. I puke all over his truck. Oh, he knows. Takes me to a hospital. And they were like, he probably wouldn't have made it all the way to the hospital. It was good that he puked before then. Yeah, the guy knew that you needed to get it out of your system. Damn. Yeah. And my mom's like, he's an angel. And Was he wearing a white hat or something? Yeah, that's what my mom says. He's wearing a white cowboy oh, hat. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And my mom's like, he was, because uh, we were in Oklahoma City at the time, and I guess people wore cowboy hats there <laughs> in the 80s. And... <laughs> And my mom's like, he's an angel. My dad's like, sounds like he's a drug addict. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that he knows how to exactly, like, you go to the pharmacy, you get Ipecac, they cough it up, it's yes. no problem. Yeah. Totally. They, they puke totally. it up but right away. he had that knowledge otherwise, you know, so Dude. that's cool. The Walgreens was like, you're back. Yeah. yeah. Ipecac. Hey. Hey, Kyle. Same phone number for the discount. <laughs> I'll, I'll take another. Thank you. Uh, this It's a baby, actually, this time. It's a baby, this one. I'll see you next that's week. Cute. I had a shirt that said Nebraska, big cock country, and then it showed a pheasant. Hell yeah. Oh, shit. You know I rocked that to school every day. And the teachers couldn't say shit. They were like, this is inappropriate. And I'm like, no, it's not. A pheasant is a cock. Is a pheasant a cock? (laughs) Is a pheasant a cock? Is it a cock, though? It's not. Is a pheasant a cock, though? Is a pheasant a cock, though? It's a cock, though. (laughs) You guys silly? I'm still going to send it. It's like phone sex when we were kids. Like, Yeah, and you could just chat. Wait a second. It's like phone sex when we were kids. Yeah. What? Like when you would be like, well, I know what you're talking about. It's, it was like, yeah. yeah, you get a hold of a credit card, you dial it in. Dial 1900 yes. hot. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. And then you were like, uh, hot whammy yeah. blammies. Like for only one ninety nine a minute, I will. Uh, like what does that mean yeah wait will the boys have conquered kyle and blake will you tell everyone out there about the number you would call to find out the time oh multiple mona mona yeah multiple it was mona mona, mona. baby yeah you you could what because what was the thing you used to be able to call a thing called like popcorn yeah it was like six seven six one 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 or one two three four it's spelled like popcorn and this one was like Seven six seven one two three four. They switched some. It was like a joke. Just stop talking about it and explain. You call it so popcorn. You call and you got the time. It was say at the beep. The Pacific Standard Time is this. That's the context. Back in the day when when nobody had a fucking cell phone that was all synced up to the same thing, you had a watch and you would have to call a number and it would say at the tone the time is exactly blah and you would go boop and synchronize your watch. But in Concord, you had Mona. Yeah, some sick person in in the Bay Area made Mona. That would be like at in two. Uh, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> wow! At, at the sound of the moan, it'll be two o'clock. But she would say, "At the sound of the moan, it will be four thirty sex." Right. Ah. Uh. <laughs> and that's how you got your time. So tiny. And it was free, and you could call and beat off to that. Because you know that that was happening. <laughs> hey, yeah, man. You call it from the house phone. They're like, Mom picks up the line. Mom, I'm on the phone. <laughs> I'm on the phone. <laughs> I'm on the phone. At the sound of the moan, it's 430 sex um, dude i called that i called that number so many times outside of mountain mike's pizza just to 
confirm that she was saying sex instead of six. And that was like the fucking hottest thing to eight-year-old me. Also, whose mom did that? <laughs> she was such a trooper. Shout out to Mona. Trooper. Man. You really killed it. A pioneer. It was 1-800 or one nine. It was a local number. Yeah, it had to be free, right? No one's paying for It was for just that. a local number. It was like... So tight. Yeah, it was like 925. You just call it. <laughs> it was the homie's mom. It was the neighbor mom. You know it was a guy. No. At the top. <laughs> no. For sure it was a dude who's like, the moan. Yeah, this is San Francisco. People were pulling some wool over eyes. There's no way. That's a, There's no, no way. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely no way you take it back. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to have that like piccolo playing dude with like the hair, the like dancing. Oh, uh, shit. I know that fool's name too. He's like the Burning Man insignia. Uh, it's another band. It's like um, some fucking jam band's in- insignia. Yeah, he's like, like the little fish. It's like it's either like fish or some. It's like who Grant Smith is all about. Oh, widespread. Oh, widespread panic. Widespread panic. String cheese incident. One of those string cheese incident. <laughs> string cheese incident is pretty dang good. String cheese snack food is pretty damn good. I'll say that. I just did that for the opening. I wanted somebody to pull that clip. Yeah, string cheese is pretty dang good. All righty then. Grant Smith, who was our DP on six of the seven seasons of Workaholics and who kind of came up with us uh, filming internet videos and stuff for us. And then we, we sort of grew up together as far as that stuff goes. Mm-hmm. I remember we went to his birthday party one year at the will turn, and I think we saw a string cheese incident. What didn't is that would have been widespread panic. Widespread panic. Okay. Yeah. And I remember going there. I mean, I don't mean to shit on these type of bands. It's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. But I was there because you know it's Grant's birthday. It's a fun thing to do. And I remember seeing two people meet for the first time. They were both fucked up on drugs, and he was carrying two beers. And he bumps into her, and he spills his whole beer on this girl. And this girl's like mad. I I clock that. A half hour later, I see them uh, like just grinding on each other. Ooh. Half hour after that, I clock them fully making out. He has his hands down her pants. Ooh. Yeah, At baby. The end of the show, I I caught them. <laughs> they're full on fighting as if they've been a couple for three years, and this is like the blowout that ends it all. <laughs> and- and then I saw him, the guy, as I'm walking, leaving to go, like go to our car. Uh, I saw him crying in the parking lot. Oh, and I'm like, this. That's why people like those jam bands. It's because it's a immersive experience. <laughs> you can live a lifetime in three hours. Right. Yeah. Also, the the shows last a long ass time too. Yeah, God, jam damn. bands are kind of like I don't know why people are so diehard about them. It is interesting how they just attract. Like, you know what it is? It's an excuse to it's drugs. Do drugs and get fucked up. Oh, right. That's everything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. That's why I'm trying to get into like fishing. I'm like, you know what? That'll be a good excuse to just drink with my buddies on a boat. Yeah, baby. And that's why people, when they get older, they're like, yeah, maybe I'm deep into golf because then they get to take three hours once or twice a week to be like, honey, I'm playing golf with the guys. You're drunk. Guys, the name of the thing, by the way, is called Coco Pelli. Yes, it's like a Native American symbol. Right, it's been co-opted by honkies. <laughs> we, we did, did it, it again. again. Oh, <laughs> Gosh, we suck, man. Sorry, I'm going to slap that on my car. Yeah, the worst. But who was the dude 
who the homie drew like initially. I want to know who was the guy rocking out on that flute where the guy was like, I'm about to draw the homie Coco real quick. He's like, wait, stay right there. Yeah. Oh. I must paint you. <laughs> well, it was on cave paintings. I'm looking at this and it says it was on cave paintings, 750 to 850. Wow. Damn. Jam bands okay. have been around that long. <laughs> They've been jamming for that long. Back in the day, think. imagine how long the concerts were back then when they didn't even really know time and they were just like jamming. That drum yeah. beat didn't <laughs> stop. Yeah. <laughs> like that was probably fucking week-long concerts. Welcome to This Is Important. How long were drum beats? <laughs> Alrighty then. Heck along, Heck along. Heck along. The, the everlasting drum beat, it still continues to this day. It's right here, brother. In the heart. This reminds me of John Stamos, how he's like flawless, but then he has like a crazy belly button, I guess. What? Okay. <laughs> yeah, John Stamos, John Stamos has, has a... like a... He has like a weird, like gnarled, crumpled up belly button. You got it, dude. <laughs> wow. And thank God he does. Yeah, exactly. Because he's too sexy. You got to have one thing. I bet Brad Pitt, just nasty breath. He's got to have something. He's too sexy. Uh, no. no, I actually, Brad Pitt doesn't have a butthole. He doesn't. Oh. Yeah, it's just. He shits out of his dick hole. I've heard that. He doesn't shit. I've heard that allegedly. <laughs> that would be so bad. <laughs> I like this. I like that we've gone to Emmy and gossip oh talk. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hey, we're Hollywood, baby. This is important, baby. <laughs> this we're is Hollywood, important, dude. baby. We're Hollywood. Oh, yeah. We're H-wood, dog. Speaking of pre-Uber, when me and Blake were leaving uh, Barney's Beanery one time, which is like a, you know, a classic dive bar in Hollywood, and... It was right when we had turned 21 and we would go there and like buy a pitcher of beer and then also like have sodas and mix our own booze into the soda. But we got really fucked up one night mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I was driving us home and it was this pre-Uber and we we're like, oh, I can't afford a taxi. Uh. And then we drive out and I rear end someone as we were leaving. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Like that first red light, right? It wasn't a super hard rear end, but right. no, it wasn't. It was just like a, uh, my reaction time's a little slow and I didn't hit the brake quite in time. But it was like it happened and we were like, fuck. It did happen. And I put it in park and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and I get out of the car and I'm like, I'm so sorry, man. And he goes, did you just leave Barney's Beanery? And I'm like, uh-huh. And he goes, you've been drinking? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, me too. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I just told yeah. that story the other day. It's amazing. <laughs> and look, I, I don't want to advocate for drunk driving at all, but it is the most fun thing possible. <laughs> oh my God. I remember this guy I knew in high school who like, oh, is such a right. fucking dork, but like... I guess he was like got a good body or something. I guess he became the. You can admit the guy was fucking jacked. Yeah, dude, what's up, yeah. bro? The guy was ripped, uh, but he was just a fucking dork, and and he, he would be at the mall shirtless, and we're all like, look at this fucking dork. What a, he looks like, such an idiot. And then immediately, like all the hot chicks were like, oh my god, he's actually kind of cute. Like, mm -hmm. and you're like, I've got to take my pants off wow. and sit outside Hot Topic. Yeah. <laughs> I have to take my pants off and sit outside Wetzel's presence. <laughs> Kyle, you've been to the, the Venice Beach drum circle. This is a world-famous drum circle that happens like every Sunday yeah. in Venice Beach. Yeah, I've been down and there. And it's like hundreds of people, bonfires and drums. What goes down there? Dude, it's just a lot of 
trying to keep the rhythm and a lot of people trying to stand out amongst the rhythm and you're mm. like that's kind of just fucking mm. it up right. but like mm. come on but it is kind of cool when everybody's like going and it's the same reason like you know jamming is fun wait mm. like if you play an instrument but i think we did emma and i yeah i saw your wife there once wait, did 10 years did 10 yeah did 10 years ago emma and i were like training for a marathon on the boardwalk yeah and we were like well this is fucking insane and dirty and you came out and you were like dude <laughs> right <laughs> totally Am I crazy? totally because me and marissa my wife were down in venice staying at a hotel and we were like let's go to the fucking drum circle and just like hang out because you hear it for like miles yeah yeah and she had never been and i had never been at that point so we were like let's go and we were like just in it and like trying to get to the heart of it and people were passing us drums and we're like oh and like it was just like so cool hopefully they're passing some joints i think yeah passing joints passing blunts getting getting just just feeling it yeah baby and then we walk out and then there's it was you or just your wife but it was like hey kyle and i'm like oh this could not be more opposite. You guys had your camelbacks on and you're like training for a marathon and I'm like, I'm so stoned and just like yeah. <laughs> coming out of the circle. Yeah, they're out there uh, being athletes and you and Marissa have like dirt in your hair, braiding each other, c- cut mud all over your crotches. <laughs> yeah, yep, <laughs> just, yep. Just being one, one with nature. That's it. Kyle, deep down though, the rhythm of the feet on a marathon run and the rhythm of the beat in your dirt circle, it's the same thing. It's the heart it's the beat of the heart guys that's the drum beat of life thank you so much you know that's beautiful did you guys ever do the scrambled porn or, or what did you guys have that of course we'll do it yeah yeah do it like you know you mean shoot shoot scrambled yeah. porn no like did you did you watch it yes right. obviously, obviously where you eat eggs and watch channel, porn yes. what <laughs> thank <laughs> you thank you <laughs> Where you could cross your eyes and then, because it would split it down the middle, so it would be like the opposite sides. But if you crossed your eyes, it would line up kind of right. Yep. After like 10 p.m. It'd still be like blurry. I feel like some, like younger people don't even know what this is. So back in the day, cable, there would be like the- (laughs) Went off. (laughs) Cable turned off. There was like, it was like channel 300 or something, and it was all scrambled porn. And it would be like lines through it, and you could tell something's going on, and every once in a while, it would reset, and you would get to see some hot, hot Cinemax porn action. But sometimes they were like in like different colors, like a light blue or like green or something like that. But it was still coming in good enough to to go ahead and... uh, And it was weird how like different friends' houses got worse or better signals so i remember my friend ryan he got like a great signal in his basement so it's just like 10 of us 13 year old boys just like kicking (laughs) it in his basement just going like i think i saw one and to be clear the audio was just regular that's true So you were hearing people fucking yep but you just couldn't see it yep you knew what the setting was like you could hear jail cell doors closed and you're like oh we're in a jail okay that's i know what those bars are it is mad erotic okay. you know where that's going seven-year-old you yeah oh yeah oh i hope i know where it's going because i know where i'm going <laughs> Spice Channel, baby. I'm looking up Spice Channel merch. There is the sickest snapback. Oh, tight. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 75 Ooh, you, you need that. I might have to cop that. The Spice Channel. I remember rocking a Pornhub hat for like a week and then just being like, nah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spice Channel is way classier. <laughs> what if you didn't have to vote for, let's say, the, the current political climate, the Bidens of it all? 
the Trumps of it all. You're not voting for... There's two Trumps? Yeah, baby! The Trumps. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Oh, my fuck. You just voted for what you think they smelled like. So whoever you thought smelled the best. Ooh, that is a really good one. Oh, and we're dipping into like all the candidates we've, we've been seeing. Yeah. You know Kamala smells good. I bet she smells real good. Fantastic. Yeah, she smells great. But I'm going for the guy who was like the governor of Montana. <laughs> is that Buttigieg? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus uh, no, Christ. not that I know everything because I don't know this guy's name. But <laughs> What's wrong? What did I say? What did I, say? <laughs> I think you just said the one you know. <laughs> yeah, I just said the coolest name. <laughs> I vote for the coolest name as a new check. Buttigieg was... Uh, the Montana guy. The South Bend mayor. Yeah. South Bend mayor. And he's a put together gay dude. Yeah. You know he's smelling good. Hello. Hell yeah. That's what I'm saying. I thought he smelled good. Alrighty then. I don't know if he smells great. I think he doesn't smell bad, but that dude from Montana smells good for sure. Who is this dude from Montana? I feel like people in Montana still wear a lot of cologne. Right. Like I feel like a lot of the rest of the country was like cologne smells like shit. I don't I don't think cologne smells good. At least we can agree on one thing. If it was by smell, we're not voting for Bernie. My God. <laughs> <laughs> smells like mothballs. <laughs> Probably stinks. I bet Biden smells pretty good. I bet he's got a, a good stink. There's no doubt in my mind he uses brute. Brute, he's a brute man. Brute's a good smell. <laughs> Here's the thing. I think you have to at least pass a sniff test when you're a politician. <laughs> like, what stinking-ass politician? I've smelled Biden before, and it smells pretty good. Yeah. You... I buy that. I believe that. He smells like soap. The guy's clean. You gotta smell clean. My gosh, if you stink like shit and you're kissing babies, like, get off my kid, dude. Well, I see, I don't think Trump smells that good. You know that guy farts something wild. <laughs> <laughs> he eats a lot of fast food, and we all know what happens when you're eating all that KFC, dog. Yeah. Oh, that guy eats a lot, a lot of fast food. You know, I know that just escapes the butthole. You can't keep that trapped. <laughs> Dude, I have one thing from a fast food joint, and I'm just blowing up the joint. His fat ass, his dump truck butt. Hey, man, don't don't shit on dump truck butts, man. Those yours is way tighter, bro. I would you you've got skins. Hey, thanks, man. Wait till I'm the president of the United States when I'm seventy. <laughs> Alrighty then. And you see my fat ass. That's when I'm gonna get deep into golf. Wow, I'm always out there golfing. And also, fuck rabbits. I'll say it. <laughs> fuck rabbits. Okay. You don't like rabbits. If, that, if it attacks you, you fuck it. For sure. You fuck <laughs> it. You put a finger in its ass and you stub your whole fist down its throat. That's the only way. You, you always put your finger in the ass of whatever's attacking you. stab you. it in the eyes, shove your fist down its <laughs> whatever. throat. Whatever. Finger its butthole. You stab it in the eyes, shove your fist down its throat, and finger its butthole. That's how you get it off you. I'm pissed now. <laughs> whatever's attacking you in the wild, you got to make sure to unbuckle the belt and pull down the pants and stick uh -huh. your finger up the butthole. <laughs> When we get back together, I, I do think it could make a fantastic episode if we all say we're not going to shower or we're deodorant that day and we smell each other's armpits and we just rank who's the fucking worst and who's the best. That's cool. I like that. Can't wait. I'm into that. Yeah. Let's do that. I do not want to, I do not look forward to smelling Kyle's armpits. <laughs> I know. I automatically know that's just going to be ranked. <laughs> yeah, baby. No, because you know what? I'm going to be like dialing in my diet now so that I smell better. Well, admittedly, you eat a lot of 
vegetables, right? Yeah, that's all I eat. Yeah, and that makes the worst, smelliest farts and uh, probably... Right. Well, because of the fiber. Vegan farts are brutal. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, there's so much that goes into smell. I don't know if they smell worse than when I used to just rock Carl's Jr. and fucking have a a burger or something. I really don't think so. Well, there's a difference between having a bad diet and eating meat and having a good diet. Sure. Like Carl's Jr. and eating like just their tacos and their, you know, shitty burgers. <laughs> Taco- <laughs> tacos at Carl's Jr.? We used to eat a lot of Carl's Jr. tacos. That's Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box. Oh, yeah. Jack in the Box. You're Jack right. in the Box. I take it back. No, you're right. I mean, dude, I'm not talking shit on, on meat eaters at all. You know what I mean? It like, sounds like you're talking shit on Carl's Jr., bro. No, that was my first job. One Much love. That was where I started besides the paper route. First, I was a paper boy, and then I worked at Carl's Jr., a specialist. Is that where the name Carl came from? Looking for a scoop. Where did the name Carl come from? That was from Paul Myers. Oh, from Paul Myers. He got it messed up. He said, I was at my buddy's house, and the phone rang, and it was my mom. And then he said, hey, is there a Carl here? <laughs> Yeah, and lived on forever. That's so tight. That guys, if you're listening at home, you got the scoop. Yep, that's it. You got Carl Hevacheck. You got the scoop. Yeah, yeah. I think, but they put stuff in that food to make it smell a certain way. So then, when you fart it, it's chemically designed and engineered to smell better than what God put on this earth to make vegan farts just funky as hell. Sometimes when the homie that just ate Carl's Jr. farts, it makes me hungry. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally believe that that's a part of the company's research and development. Yeah, I want to get that uh, R&D job where you just eat a ton of Carl's Jr. and then you sit in a room and they in a suit. <laughs> they wait until you fart. Then they come in with a jar and capture it real quick. <laughs> They're like, yes. Yeah, it smells like yeah. a Western bacon. Okay, I'm hungry. This is a Western bacon cheese. Are you hungry? I'm hungry. Wow. What was the thing way back in the day where I wanted to capture David Boreanaz's fart in a jar? Oh, it was like a sketch. You worked on a, a set near him, so I think it was real. Yeah. I, I worked on Bones, and he was on Bones, but we were doing sketches, and I was like, I'm going to see if David Boreanaz will be down with this. It'll be us. That was like your first attempt at stunt casting. You wanted to do a whole sketch about capturing his fart and trying to sell it on eBay because you could get close to him. Yeah, <laughs> and he always called me Big Dog because he didn't know my name, but Big Dog's arguably cooler than Andres. <laughs> yeah, Andres. <laughs> Anders. <laughs> Anders. What's up, Dron? Big dog! (laughs) My man. It felt good. It felt good. You walk on stage and all of a sudden somebody's saying big dog. Well, that's that's a good... A big dog, I feel like I would have been... What's up, little dog? And little dog isn't... Little scrappy. That's not as good of a nickname. Right. I love all nicknames. I take them... Like, if you call me boss, if you call me... My guy, like it's it's all good, man. I like it. My guy is not a nickname. My guy is the way people say it to me. I don't want to even waste my time <laughs> remembering your name. Wait, what was your basketball nickname? I wanted to call you Fuzz Bucket. Ponytail. Ponytail was my basketball name. Ponytail over here. <laughs> I kind of feel like Guy is a good name. Calling it like naming your kid Guy. That's a, that's a fun name. Yeah. Yes. It's solid. What's up, guy? It's okay. Guy Fieri. The only guy I know was from from Final Fight, the video game. No, you know Guy Fieri, our hero. This podcast. Right. You know Guy you know Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. Um, I should say the first guy I ever knew was Guy from Final Fight, and I was in all the way. Guy is fucking dope. Are there any guys out there? Like young young guy, like actor dudes who are like, "What's up? I'm Guy. Welcome to my crib." Yeah, we're just kind of sending out a signal for young guys if you're out there. <laughs> <laughs>
This is important. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.